0: John chapter number 6 and verse 35. All right, I want us to read together, want to go. And Jesus... is speaking to you this morning. I want you to take these words into your soul and let it become strength for the rest of your life. Let's read it again one more time once again. Say this with me. Say, Lord I, Lord, I
1: believe.
0: Say it again. Say, Lord, I believe. Lord, I believe. Say it one more time. Say, Lord I, believe. Lord, I believe. Hebrews chapter number 12, from verse 1 to 4. All right, let's read together. One to go. Wherefore, seeing we are also. Compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame. And he sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him. Precious Holy Spirit, thank you because we are now ready to receive your word. Your word comes to us with clarity. It comes to us with precision. It comes to impregnate us. And we thank you because we are giving birth in this season. In Jesus' holy name we declare Amen. Amen. You may be seated. God bless you. Hallelujah. All right. We have come to the final episode of. the lead series. If you want to rejoice, I want you to rejoice. Well. Praise the Lord. John chapter number six and verse 35. This episode is the rest of the story. The rest of the story. It is not like the rest of the story as part the rest of the story. No, it is the rest of the story of redemption. The rest that is in the story of redemption. That rest is supposed to be italicized, the rest of the story. There is a story of redemption and there is the rest that is involved in the story of redemption. But just before we go into that, I want to start from this place this morning. And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that cometh to me shall never thirst. Um, I think that one of the things that, that the Spirit of God will want you to receive this morning. Is that you fight by feeding, you don't fight by fighting. In scripture, you don't fight by fighting, you fight by feeding. For you to fight, you have to feed. If you're going to fight, you will have to feed. You don't fight the battles of life by fighting, you fight the battles of life by feeding. And some of you sitting here today, you need strength for superior thinking. Listen to what I'm saying. You need strength for superior thinking. If you're going to think superior thoughts, you need strength to think superior thoughts. And that strength will only come to you from feeding on Christ. How many of you feel strong when you eat? feel like a burst of energy great i i want to say this very strong to you there are many ideas that your heart will not be able to receive if you are not feeding on christ you need strength to be able to conceive certain ideas at all let me give you an example How will Jesus conceive of feeding 5,000 with five loaves and two fish? How will he even think about doing that? You know, see, let me tell you this. The strength that you need for superior thinking will come from feeding. The, The thoughts that you need to be thinking in this moment, they are not in your environment. And your environment is not going to permit you to think superior thoughts. You will have to travel into the mind of Christ to be able to live the life of Christ. In other words, stay in his mind to live his life. So if Jesus walked on water, it's not exclusive. If Jesus walked on water, it is inclusive. The Bible says that what he did you will do, right? And greater things shall you do, why? Because I go unto my father. Jesus did not come to show himself to you just as a superior being or a superstar that no one can attain. The last time I checked, as he is, so are we in this world. But you see, that superior thinking will never come to you unless you are feeding on Christ. So Jesus said, I am the bread of life. If you will come to me, I will feel your hunger. It's very important that nobody is going to give you permission, all right, to catch a neck-breaking load of fish. The sea is not going to give you that permission. Your boat is not going to give you that permission. The only way that you will know that that's even possible is when you travel into the mind of Christ in real world cancer has no cure in the mind of christ there is healing for every disease so if you don't make a practice of living in god's mind perpetually see what's going to happen you're going to arrive at a place in life where the labels and the limitations that have been cast on everybody is now on you it's like when they cast a nets over this place and they say everybody at the same time be depressed then everybody gets depressed when they say everybody be frustrated then everybody gets frustrated when they say everybody be angry then everybody gets angry but there is a people who are separated there's always, I heard when Benita said this during the worship session. There was always light in all the dwellings. Listen, you are not allowed to go through what everybody is going through. Yes, sir. And even if you go through, even if things begin to break out in your life, you've got to see that it's not normal. You don't begin to make excuses for a regular basic life. No, you don't do that. Listen. The strength for superior thinking comes from feeding on Christ. Otherwise, you're not going to have strength to even think superior thoughts. Where you are will be where you will be. Where you are will be all that there is to you. Where you find yourself will be all that it that seems to be. Until you begin to receive the strength that comes from God's word. So Jesus did not have money. And then he sends them to go and get a fish. A fish that has a coin how did you know he put it there strength from god's mind notice jesus's routine regular routine he always stayed with the mind of god what did he say he said that which i see my father do that's what i do it means that i daily paid attention to what my father was doing otherwise let me tell you he would have been jesus but he would have been stuck he would have been Jesus, but he would have been limited. He would have been Jesus, same Jesus, that is not keeping in step with the Father's mind, that have gotten carried away. And what, what everybody is struggling with becomes his struggle too. Ask yourself, did Jesus ever fall sick? No, don't make an excuse about it don't say that was jesus this is me as he is you understand he that is joined to the lord by believing has become one spirit with him by believing so don't make an excuse about it did jesus ever get tired did he ever get frustrated that when i say tired i mean frustrated tired the only time he got frustrated was with people's unbelief was he sick did he beg did jesus beg any sister? He only begged people to receive the gospel was jesus at the mercy of any system he was not no go and study the life of jesus feeding on christ will give you strength to birth superior thinking can we say amen, amen. amos chapter number 8 and verse 11 you are going to be so blessed this morning i'm going to take my time and just teach you wherever i stop i stop just going to take my time to just teach you this morning. Let's read together, want to go. the
1: Uh-huh.
0: Hey, stop. Wait. I want you to read it again, want to go.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
0: So so so. Here's what's going on. The Bible doesn't say that there'll be a famine or a scarcity of the word of the Lord. It says it's going to be a famine of the hearing of God's word. <laughs> the hearing of God's word. So stop now whilst you're seated here, and just think about what we are saying. The hearing of God's word. Is there a scarcity of the hearing of God's word? Not the preaching of God's word. The hearing of God's word. The hearing of God's word. The hearing of God's word. Of God's word. Faith, how does faith come? Faith come by what? Hearing and hearing. You see, his repetitive hearing, the hearing of God's word. The hearing of God's word. Now, you know, Amos was a prophet of the law. And under the law, let me, let me explain this to you because this is very important. Because some of you are saying, how is God sending a famine of the hearing of God's word? You see, under the law, it was a transactional relationship. It wasn't a love-based relationship. And I I don't have to take you far to understand how that relationship started. All the way in Exodus 20, you know, it started with the people saying, you know what, we will do whatever you say we should do. So that initiated the transaction. And every time God sees the people uh, not behaving according to the law or the requirements of the law, okay, they were supposed to be punished but for his amazing grace. Are you hear what I'm saying? So, part of what was happening is that since people will not give heed to the word of God, they will now be occupied with numerous things. So, be careful even when you have so much money in your account. Pay attention to this. When you have a lot of money and you have a lot of food and you have a lot of flex, but you have little hearing, mm-hmm. you're in deep trouble. I mean, you know these are the symbols of the blessing for many people. Oh, I have money, oh, they just promoted me at work. Oh, they just did this, and oh, they just blessed me, and oh, I just bought a new car, Oh, I just bought a new bag. Oh, but do you have plenty hearing? Some of you are vacationing on your hearing, in other words your 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 hearing. You're hearing like you're doing someone a favor for hearing. <laughs> Your hearing is, is, is not a behavior. Your hearing is a mood. It's a mood. You know, I feel like the presence of the Lord is here. Whoa, the glory of the Lord is here. Where's my notes? Where's my tape? Where is POD's teaching? now it's time to hear so what if the glory of the lord does not seem to be there your hearing cannot be based on a mood your hearing cannot your hearing must be a discipline a devotion a dedication he says in those days it will not be the scarcity of the teaching of the word it will be the scarcity of the hearing of the word and if hearing becomes scarce then faith will be missing (laughs) No wonder many people are struggling to do even the most basic things is a struggle. Do you understand what I'm saying? Even the most basic things becomes a struggle for people who don't make a practice of hearing. Listen, let me tell you, what saves you from your level of thinking right now is what you're hearing. What saves you from a life of stagnation is your hearing what saves you from feeling like you're going to be sentenced to a life of scarcity listen let me tell you if you've ever experienced any hardship listen to me if you've ever experienced any hardship you need to hear twice if you've ever experienced any sickness in your body you need to hear more because the longer that sickness stays in your body the more you are tempted to believe that it is part of life. The longer the scarcity stays in your mind or with you, the more you are tempted to believe that that's the way life was designed to be. So your hearing needs to be times 10. Listen, if your pain is on a one threshold, your hearing has to be on a hundred. Your hearing has to outlive your pain your hearing has to be higher yes, than your pain if you are feeling pain you must be hearing greater yes, because it is your hearing that is your deliverance yes, it says there so be careful when you have abundance of bread and abundance of water but little hearing of god's word so it's an instruction feed on the, on Christ feed on his word hear hear when you hear it's not because you want to make your pastor feel good i may not even know whether you're listening or not i may not know i don't have to be there you know only babies need somebody to be there to keep you know babies always need a nanny yeah. when the sign of maturity is that you don't you don't need you understand now you know now you know now we want i mean just yesterday The dollar is now 800 naira. 800. (laughs) A couple of weeks ago it was 600 and something. Now it is 800. Don't hear. Don't worry. (laughs) You understand? Just act as though you don't need to hear something superior. Don't give yourself to hearing the truths of God's word. How will you know that despite the famine, you can live in plenty without hearing? How will you know that despite the hardship, alright? The Bible says that the pathway of the just is a shining light, shines brighter and brighter. You know, one of the blessings, go and look at Deuteronomy 28. One of the blessings of believing in in abba one of the blessings of believing in abba is that you shall be above only i didn't write it it is written in scripture this these thoughts that life must be up and down up and down to the point where you see somebody going through up and down you say that's life now what life yeah well that's just life be careful what you will tell your children be careful what you will sit down give them fairy tales of 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 hardship don't be careful that's not life there is something called you shall be above only and not beneath did god not know that you will live in 2022 you shall be above only Turn to your neighbor and say I am, above only. I am above only say it again say i am above only, am above only. say it one more time say i am above only now i'm beginning the the teaching that was introduction the story of redemption contains a rest plan it's called the rest of the story there is the story of redemption and then there is the rest in the story of redemption I'll explain so what is redemption the death burial and resurrection of jesus the intention of the story is to rest you okay every aspect of the redemption story was accomplished to the intent that you will rest do you understand it now every aspect of the redemption story was accomplished to the intent that you will rest so let me give you The different aspects. So, there is the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus. These are distinct experiences. You know, the death accomplished something. The burial accomplished something. The resurrection accomplished something. Let me give you an example. So, when Jesus was raised, he was raised for your justification. Do you understand what I'm saying? When he died, he died for your sins. So, he died for your transgression. He was raised to life for your justification. So why? what happened in between when he was buried? When he was buried, he took the very divinity of God. Extended the very divinity of God. No, he wasn't buried so that he can pay Satan. He owed Satan nothing. The barrier was to extend the authority of God. The power of God is here. To extend the authority of God to Hades. Just in case y'all are trying to hide. So that now when he's risen again and you speak on earth, Hades trembles. Yes, sir. Because the authority of Jesus, that name, at the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee is right? Even if Hades is responsible for what's going on, they tremble. Because now Jesus has obtained that which extends his authority to hell. Satan is too smart. He cannot try you and if he tries you out of stupidity, he will see his what. Do you understand? He was publicly disgraced. Jesus did that so that he would not come and say, "We, didn't, we didn't, you understand, you didn't win me. He said, come here. I don't want to win you in private. It will be too good for you. Come. Let me make a mess of you in front of small children. Let me put it better. In front of my children. So that after they see how I've messed you up, you never go to try to mess them up. They say, It's not you. I saw my father take Kaita. Yeah. Yeah. You. <laughs> Every child stands behind the authority of their father. In other words, do you understand? When, when, when you're being chased, tica, 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 tica. the whole idea is to go and stand behind, behind your dad like that. And when you stand behind your dad, so your dad, what, what, what? Do you understand what I'm saying? Every, you should stand behind the authority of your Abba. Yes, oh, you didn't hear me. Yes, I said, stand behind the authority of your Abba. Yes, he did it so you can stand on his authority. In other words, I am standing on existing protocol. Yes. Yes. What is the protocol, Satan? Jesus defeated you publicly, made a public spectacle of you, standing on existing protocol, you are still defeated. Yes. Many of you need to be announcing Satan's end to him every day. Just torment him. Satan, you are already condemned. <laughs> he comes to say, You are, you are foolish. You say, You, you are condemned. <laughs> you are condemned already. It's not me and you that will be having this conversation. You condemned criminal, get out of here. That's how you talk to him. You condemned criminal, you get out of here. I don't have business with you. I'm talking with my father. Who are you? Hi. Can you give the Lord a shout of praise? So when we speak about his death, burial, and resurrection, the idea of this is so that you can rest. Here's another aspect of the story. There is something called remission. It's a story. Then there's something called redemption. That's a story. Then there's something called righteousness. It's a story. Remission, redemption, righteousness was accomplished so you can rest. So it is the rest of the story. Everything that was accomplished to bring you into the place where you can now rest. Now let's turn our Bibles to Hebrews chapter number 12 from verse 1. Now listen to me. It will be a waste if the story has been finished and you're not resting. Let me put it like this it will be a waste if the story has been told, but you're not resting. Rest in your conscience, rest in your mind. Are you getting what I'm saying? Let there be rest in your conscience. If the story is told and you're not allowing the story to rest you, you're being cheated. And you should be angry. The same way you would be angry if Zenith Bank takes your 650000 See, let me tell you. If a story of redemption has been told you. And you find out you are not resting. You should be angry. The same way you would be angry if they stole your money. You know when people say life is not all about money. But you see them. They can almost tear a nation apart for money. My money, you must get. I wish some of you would do that. My rest... You steal my rest over something that I I I said wrongly. You want to make me lose sleep. The devil is a liar. I am sorry for saying what I said wrongly, but I will not lose my sleep. Oh, you didn't hear me. In the name of Jesus, I am sorry. I apologize for what I said wrongly, but I will not lose my sleep. Because some of you, it's been six months now. You are sitting about what you said. How you said it. People are forgotten. They're forgotten. They're forgotten. forgot forgotten. They are forgotten. forgotten they forgotten brother they forgotten they did not even remember that you said something. You, your conscience is beating you for something you said one year ago. <laughs> the Bible says if your heart condemns you. God is greater than your heart. God is greater than your heart. So you know what? You take your heart. I love that song. You take your heart and introduce your heart to God. And say, Lord, show this heart how to beat. Show my heart how to beat. Show my heart what to beat to. Show my heart who to rest table. Show my heart who to respond to. Show my heart what situation to respond to. Not everything is what your response. Show my heart how to beat. I beat to generosity. I beat to God's love. I beat to God's righteousness. I beat to God's grace. I don't beat to guilt and condemnation.
1: No matter who brings
0: it. Do you understand? Let's look at this. There's something here for you. And there's something in this teaching for you. And by the power of God's spirit, these realities, they are resting upon you. Amen. All right, it says, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. The moment people see this, they begin to think to themselves, what is the sin that easily besets me? Let me tell you. Then they begin to think, they say, well, what easily besets me is not the same as what easily besets this other person. Me, eh? If you bring 50,000 bottles of beer, it doesn't touch me. But once you bring money, I begin to shake. That's not what this is talking about. So what's the sin that easily besets all of us? It is the temptation to look to self and not Christ. Look at the next verse. Read it, everybody. Want to go? Uh Uh-huh. Stop. So the sin, listen to me. The sin that easily besets everybody looking at me now is the sin to look to self. And let me say this the sin is about being introspective outside Christ. It is looking to self outside Christ. Pay attention to what I'm saying. So the sin that easily trips us up is the sin of looking to self when there is a savior to look to. Pay attention to this. Now, look up at me, everybody. Some of you might think, how is that a sin? Until you meet the Gnostics in John 1, from verse 1 to 9, who said, that there is no savior, there is no sin, and there is no need. Do you understand what I'm saying? You see, that put, put one, John one 1.9. This is just a digression for, you, for your hearts. Alright, everybody read it out loud. Want to go? Church, let's read like we are alive. Amen. Want to go?
1: Uh uh-huh. you he is faithful and just to forgive Same verse. Verse
0: 1. All right, let's read once to go. And to and uh-huh.
1: Which we uh-huh. Born, uh-huh. Which we uh-huh. And Uh-huh. uh-huh. The life. Verse 2. The life was uh-huh. And uh-huh. And we life, uh-huh. Which Father, uh-huh. And
0: Verse 3.
1: mm Mhm. Uh-huh. Uh
0: huh. Uh huh. Stop. He's saying that we want you to come and have fellowship with you. So what's he doing? That which we have seen. When you have to say, I saw it, I heard it, I touched it, I tasted it. Isn't it because you're trying to convince somebody? Ah, you see I was there. they are telling me something. I'm telling you I I saw it with my kolo kolo. <laughs> <laughs> It's because the person you are trying to tell does not believe. And then he goes on to say, I want you to come and have fellowship with us. So he already tells you the kind of people he's talking to. These people are people who are not part of the fold. In, 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 in Bible days, they were called the Gnostics. They were men of knowledge. These men do not believe in anything material. Anything that can be held, anything physical. They don't believe in it. So, in other words, the fact that Jesus came in the flesh and was incarnate and could be touched, they don't believe. So, if they don't believe in his incarnation, they certainly do not believe in the entire story. It is them that he's talking to. Say, believe. Then he keeps addressing them. Let's continue. He says, I want you to have fellowship with us. Continue. Alright? And these things we write unto you that your joy may be full. Continue. This then is the message which we heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and is in him is no what? Darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and we walk in darkness, we lie and the truth is not in us. Before you think about what darkness is, think about darkness as ignorance. You are ignorant for saying that Jesus did not come in the flesh. That's what he's talking about. He's trying to win them over. Continue. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus cleanses us from a few. From most. From a couple. He cleanses us from all sins. Are you in church this morning? Can you give the Lord a shout of praise? Alright, now let's read this. One to go. That we have no sin. We deceive ourselves. And the truth is not in us. He's talking to the Gnostics. Next verse. If we what? Uh huh. So who is he talking to?
1: The Gnostics. Go to chapter two. You see when he now
0: starts to talk to you. Let's assume it was all of us. Let's assume, even though we know it's not all of us, but let's assume. He says, if you confess, he's faithful. You, you have confessed. You are seen no sure. You confess next week. You are seen us. Sure. When you come, before you start to pray, you start to confess. You confess. But he says he's faithful and just. <laughs> but you, he's never faithful. You have been confessing. The one of 20 years, you start to confess. You start to confess. You start to confess. <laughs> Let's enter here. My little children. These things I write unto you that he sin not and if you sin what no you are not reading like you are in church and if you sin
1: what the
0: uh-huh. Jesus the righteous. go to verse 12 let's read together Want to go
1: Because your sins are forgiving you for his name's sake. Wait, this one
0: says, if you confess your sin, is what faithful and just to forgive you. It looks like John has selective amnesia. Maybe he has, he has a mental problem. Because in one verse, he says, if you confess your sin. In the next verse, he says, I write unto you, my little children, that you should know that your sins are already forgiven on the weight of your confession. For whose name's sake for his name's sake so they are already forgiving. for his name's sake the other guys if you confess because you're not yet part of us when you come inside they are already forgiving not on the account of your confession but for his name's sake let me tell you why it shouldn't be on the account of your confession what if you forget to confess let me remind you of another thing you know that sin is not just indeed thoughts words deep yes. okay capture your thoughts capture capture your words capture Or oh, i yeah, take back your words no you say i take it back no you actually don't take it back you should be beating for it yeah. listen you say i take it back wait you take it back has he really gone back <laughs> so you better put it on the fact that you are forgiving for his namesake yeah. So go back to Hebrews 12 now. So the sin that easily besets everyone is the sin to look to self when there is a savior to look to. When you have a need, you don't look to your wisdom, you look to Jesus. So let's go to the text. It says, Wherefore, seeing that we are all encompassed with so great cloud of weakness, let us lay aside every weight, and the sin which doth easily beset us. Easily, I'll tell you, you, you get this. Easily you fall into the trap of looking to yourself, looking to your smarts, to your savings or your lack of discipline in saving, how many of you know that there are many people who don't trust God's ability to supply outside of their discipline to save? So, if they didn't save well, they all they are saying is, God cannot supply for the next one year until I get my savings right. You know the group, the gang, Heaven Helps Those Who Help Themselves, God will not throw something on you, just like that. You know, you have to also, where was your help yourself? Where? How could you have helped yourself? The gospel is for those who could not help yeah, themselves. Yeah, yeah. Redemption is for those. Where did you even get that thought? Heaven help those who help themselves. Where? It's not in the Bible. <laughs> no, it's not in the Bible. It's not in the Bible. If God was waiting for you to help yourself, redemption would have never happened so there's no such thing as self-help It's christ's help there's no you know see let me tell you even self-love has to flow from christ's love (laughs) and we say amen. amen so the sin that easily besets us is the temptation to look to self and not christ let's let's continue verse two let's read together everybody want to go who for the joy was before him the cross the shame and down at the right hand of the yeah for consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself lest he be wearied and faint in your own mind read this one for you have not yet resisted unto blood in striving against sin put verse three on the screen i want to teach out of that so verse two says looking steadfastly unto jesus it means that you are not looking to yourself for you cannot look at two things at the same time you are either occupied with looking to jesus or you are occupied with looking to self you understand what i'm saying if you look to self the problem with looking to self is that there are certain things about you that makes you proud. And there are certain things about you that makes you weak. There are certain things about you that makes you cocky. And there are certain things about you that makes you ashamed. So looking at yourself is going to leave you you know, in an unsteady balance one time you feel proud that you've done well oh god bless me on the basis of what i have done another time you can't show face because what? especially those of you who trust yourself i trust me now I me mean, i trust me the way you the way you will, way you will fail yourself you'll be asking yourself hey, am i the one so looking onto self will give you a certain type of results when you look at yourself there are areas in you where you're there are things about you that you're not proud of and there are things about you that you are overly proud about so the bible says looking unto jesus the author so look at it he started your faith he finishes your faith let me tell you what religion has taught many people you start out believing in God's grace, you continue believing in yourself. all you s- oh, listen, everything you did before you came to Christ, forgiving at the cross, but now be, you better be awake and now strive, strive
1: home.
0: <laughs> Remove your eyes from Christ and begin to look to yourself, you will sink. Yes, sir. Ask Peter, he will tell you. Otto finisher Otto. finisher don't start out looking to him and think you can continue by looking at yourself and when I tell you this I tell you in every aspect of life don't look at yourself yourself will not pay that bill stop 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 you don't have the money you already you, you, you slept last night with a severe headache because you are thinking check your blood pressure it is high because you are thinking you do like this Mm, 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 mm. you turn this way is rolling you turn this way is rolling if you've not been woken up by the by the palpitation of fear that you don't have have something you can turn the other way but those of us who have ever been woken up in the middle of the night by the fear the sheer fear that where is my life going that's why your life is not going (laughs) look to him listen you look to him when you are good you look to him when you are not good not just otto he's starter and perfecter of your faith so uh, you start out looking to him you continue looking to him you finish the journey looking to him you stay Look into him, you pass your promotion exam. Look into him. If you look like you failed, you failed your promotion exam. Look into him. You know why? There's never a better yesterday, looking to him. Yes. every day is always better. Yes, sir. So looking on to Jesus, not yourself. I want you to write this down when you have a need, don't look to your wisdom. Or to your saving discipline. Write this down. Never judge God's willingness to help you. By how well you have performed. Never God judge the willingness of Abba to help you. Based on how well you have performed. Never determine your healing by your exercise never think that your healing comes or you are healthy because you exercise well. Exercise is good but the Bible says it profits little. Listen. Exercise is good. Even me. You know I've been having this I've been having this dream of workouts. I started I stopped. I started I stopped. But my health is not in my exercise. And church hear me well. I will exercise oh. Well, the Bible says he profits little. I know of a certain man who was very serious about his routine. Very serious. Drinks only water. Eats fruits and vegetables. Is that not what they say we should do? Don't eat a bar at 12 a.m. I'm looking this way. Amen. I'm looking this way. Amen. The anointing is going this way. Amen. I did not mention any name today. You understand? Don't eat a bar at eleven. And if you are of that clan, last you have mind, you have mind. (laughs) Like you have soul, you have mind. To wake up six a.m. in the morning to (laughs) apple. I don't know what to say to you. That's you have mind. (laughs) You understand? You know what it takes to start your day. With fufu, you must have mind. (laughs) This guy kept all the rules, and then suddenly he went. He goes. He eats a meal one day, and it just didn't go well. So he goes. Let me go check, and then Almighty C has shown up. But why didn't your feeding program? stop the sea from showing up we don't look to our feeding regiment yes, we're looking onto jesus yes, listen at any point that your eyes goes away from looking to him you will be afraid yes. Yes. you will be full of anxiety yes. you will worry you will cry yourself to sleep yes. at any point you stop looking to him <laughs> you'll be frustrated Your rest comes from your looking. Steady looking. Steady looking. Looking unto Jesus. Before you give up and think of yourself as a failure, think about how Jesus resisted to the shedding of blood. I want to show you this and then I'll just proceed as the Spirit of God lets you. It says, for consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself. Listen to what this means. When you look to him, this is what you're con- considering. The one who had such contradiction of sinners against himself. In other words, he is holy, they
1: are sinful. Contrast. some many of you understand
0: contrast. Holy, blameless, sinful. You understand that? This is the contrast that scripture is saying to consider. So here's how it works. Consider this contrast. How that this man, hey, everybody, look up at me. How many of you have ever, ever, with your white, with your white native or your white gown, hmm, you deliberately go and hug one? And that's intentional. So you don't. You see, we have to be explaining this thing to you for you to understand what intentionality it took for Jesus I'm wow.
1: That's why scripture did not say,
0: Why we were righteous, he died for us. Yeah. Why we are yet sinners? This contradiction, holy, stainless man. You see, some of you, if you're walking on the road with your impeccable whites, and this driver just comes and does something,
1: that's
0: yeah. when well, they will see the streets you. You don't think. Some of you remove <laughs> you see? you see? It's the contrast. The contrast between you and that dirty mud. And you will be seen with this getting And then by the time you look at yourself after the mud has plastered on you, it's all messed up. That's the contrast. Mm. He said, when you look at that contrast, the power of God is here when you look at that contrast and you look at how jesus came and a sinful man jesus came and took he didn't hug you no he took your sin upon himself in other words your that dirty raiment that was upon all of the world he wore it now before the father he's no longer the saintly boy he's now wearing your identity he says, hey, Kaya, let's read the last, last part. Let what? Look at me, everybody. If you're considering what this Jesus did, I promise you, and I, let, me, let me say, it, I swear to you, there'll be nothing in your life that this revelation will not cover. Look at it. He says, this is the key to not being weary in your mind. This is the key to not fainting. Why are people fainting? They have not noticed the sharp contrast. And how this Jesus, who think about it. If you think about an event that he has already done, you will not be weary. The next thing you realize is that thing you are trusting for is small. Compared to this bigger stuff that he has embraced. I don't know how to explain it to you. But we have words, amen. amen. See, that promotion is nothing compared to a clean man taking the unclean to make the unclean clean. And guess what? Not discriminating. Not reducing the quality of his blood. Not reducing the quality of his service. There are many of us that when we see low budget, low people, you know, and all of that, we just treat them anyhow. One of the signs that you're really hearing the gospel is that you start respecting people i say amen. amen you start thanking the driver thank you very much thank you thank you your bike man thank you your gate man thank you are you hearing what i'm saying because that man you are sending on errand is what the precious blood of jesus i guess what i'm saying how do i know people i know people when they stand nothing to gain and their respect game is still on flick. that's how i know you Hmm, that's how we know you. If you have something to gain, ah, why don't you say, hey, yeah, your, your leg can even cut. Because you know that once that thing drop, your life has changed. But then the other guy, who, who, is it? who is this, what's wrong with you? When you start to see with the eyes of Jesus, you see beauty in every man. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Some of you are just sitting down, just looking at me as though, P.O.D., entertain us. Listen, I am teaching you God's word. Yes, sir. And I'm doing it with all my heart. Consider the contrast. So, let me tell you, for your bill that you want to pay, you know, there are some of you right now who the weight of what you intend to do with your life is crippling you. And God did not give you ideas so that you can be mad. I don't understand, what, I don't understand what's going on. You understand what I'm saying? Like, he gave you ideas so that he can just mess up your life, rock your world, you know, just leave you like, like, like a lunatic. No, now. <laughs> this thing, that that is really, got, like, chill, sit down. Now, how many of you meditate here? Let me see your hands up. Do you meditate? Let me see your hands up. Okay. If you don't meditate, start meditating. So these are the kind of things to meditate. How many of you worry here? If you, if, you have, if you have bouts of worry. Okay. So flip the worry. You are meditating. Flip the worry and start to worry on God's word. You are meditating. Just when, when Worry is that you are rolling over that problem. On your mind back to back. You have seen all the... Let me tell you. When we were preparing for our wedding. Uh, some of you don't know. I was in faith. I was standing in faith. Glory to God. But the enemy just kept putting all the worst outcomes in my mind. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Let me talk to this people. Showing me how the decor people will not show up. Some people will not show up. This one will not happen. Ketchup, the food will be bad. I'm telling you. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? As we're planning, he's saying the money won't come. Uh, mm-hmm, the money if you like standing in faith from now to tomorrow the money will not come in my mind was all oh, the worst the only thing the only worst scenario that i never thought of was that my wife won't show up <laughs> i never thought about that one the, the, the devil cannot keep me in that kind of bondage but every other kind of worry. Every other kind that you can imagine. <laughs> so, in those moments, sometimes I would go to my room, lock the door, close all the windows, bring out the word of God. Himself took. And I would begin to internalize. There was a night that the worry was so bad. I woke up in the morning worried, sick. My goodness. Woo! I was worried sick. I could hear my heart beating out of my chest. So I said, you know what? I had to slow down. Then I took scripture. And I started to meditate. I started to meditate. See, let me tell you. I'm telling you now that God did not give you those dreams to make you stupid. He didn't give you those dreams. Some of you, eh? The dream has now become torment. <laughs> There's a friend that we have. He said they started a tour of, you know, cities. We were talking, and you know, they were going. He, he, he himself and his music group, they were going around cities and all of that. And so they started with one city. They said it was tour from tour to torment to tournaments. From tournaments to torment then from it just went like that (laughs) from tour to tournament from tournament (laughs) to torment it just went on like that so many of you are living your life as though god gave you these dreams to torment you literally so now you're angry with god that he even started you on that dream it was supposed to be a blessing now you're angry stop sit down Play this contradiction in your mind. The contrast of how a clean man comes to hug an unholy person and then to make them clean. That scripture says, I'm not the one who said. It says this is going to shield you from being weary in your mind. You need a strong mind to believe and keep walking towards that thing that God has called you to do.
1: You
0: know, strong mind. strong mind. I'm not saying oh, bon I'm saying strong mind. Strong mind is not bone face. Strong mind is believing mind. Okay, let me talk to this book. Strong mind is what? Believing mind. You keep on believing the promises of God. You keep on believing the promises of God. He says if you do that, you're not going to faint in your mind. Let's, let's look at the next verse. Then he further explains to you. I want you to read this verse together. Everybody, want to go? Yeah. Brothers and sisters, this is one of my best scriptures in the Bible. You have not resisted unto the shedding of blood in striving against sin. So you remind your heart that there is one who resisted to the shedding of blood in striving against sin. And that one is not you. Can we say amen? Amen. Say this with me, I am blessed. blessed. Say this again, say I am blessed. write this down before you give up and think of yourself as a failure think about how Jesus resisted unto the shedding of blood when you look to Jesus you will learn number one who he is number two what he has done number three what he gives number four what he desires number one who he is number two what he has done number three what he gives and number four what he desires so who is he savior what has he done he has paid for all your sins what does he give the gift of eternal life and what does he desire? Faith, believe, trust. Say this with me. I am looking unto Jesus, looking unto Jesus the Author and, and the Finisher, and the finisher of, my of my faith. Say it again, church. I am looking unto Jesus, looking unto Jesus the Author and the Finisher, and the finisher of, my of my faith. One last time. I am looking unto Jesus, looking unto Jesus the Author. And the finisher, and the finisher of, my faith. of my faith. The rest of the story of redemption is found in looking unto Jesus. Now, you know I said to you, don't look to yourself, look to Jesus. Let me explain something to you. Some of you don't realize that there is a pride that comes from looking at self. There is an Iberaganess that comes from trusting yourself. Let me explain this. Looking at yourself pleases you. Let me show you in scripture. You know, just relax. I'm I'm, I'm teaching you you're, you're being blessed. Amen. Galatians 1 from verse 6 to 10. Quickly. Galatians 1 from verse 6 to 10 when people look at themselves it makes them feel proud they feel arrogant there's something to boast about look at this it says i marvel that you are soon removed from him that called you into the grace of christ unto another gospel verse 7 which is not another but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of christ but though we, or oh an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel to you, that that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. So the reason why I'm not going to preach another gospel is because I don't want to be accursed. Amen. As we said before, so we say now, if any man preach any other gospel unto you, than that which you have received, let him be what accursed so what is the gospel first the gospel is that christ died for your sins was buried and rose again and all you have to do is believe to receive the gospel is that a loving savior came down to earth to show the loving kindness of god in turning you know the ungodly to become godly that's the gospel the gospel does not put a demand on you oh boy The gospel puts the demand on Christ. When you ask people to take off their eyes from themselves, they begin to feel weak and incapacitated. But that's where the true strength comes from. So now let me tell you, Paul says he's not going to please men. Now I'm telling you, stop pleasing yourself. Stop taking pride. Stop taking arrogance. Stop pleasing yourself. Look to Jesus. He's the author and the finisher of your rest. Can we say amen. amen? Let me show you one last scripture. Psalm of Psalm, chapter number five, and verse sixteen. I want you to read. This is what you find when you look to him. Let's read together. Want to go. Uh huh. Yeah,
1: lovely. This is my beloved, and this is my friend, oh, God, Read it one more time, Want to go.
0: So, when he says his mouth is most sweet, it's because it drips grace. It drips grace. Uh, Let me tell you, sir. Even when you should be condemned, his mouth still drips grace. Let me tell you, queen god will never stand on your shoulder to say i told you you see you see you don't hear now you say hey, you learn your lesson now pull your ear i will never do that again pull your ear i will never he doesn't his mouth drips grace that's why it's most sweet and then he goes on to say the reason why you should look to him is because he is altogether lovely you are not guess what you are only altogether." i'm contextualizing this you're only altogether lovely as you are found in him that's why you should be looking to him sweetheart he's altogether lovely you know what it means altogether lovely listen put together he's lovely strip out every individual part he's still lovely take his mind alone lovely take his thoughts lovely Take his hands, lovely. When his hand touched, it was to bring healing. His words, lovely. His foot, how beautiful are the feet of those. Everything, altogether lovely. His eyes, doesn't see any evil. Altogether, all put together, he's lovely. You're not. So if you look to yourself, you'll see areas where you're strong, areas where you're weak. This SWOT analysis, don't analyze yourself into madness. Look to Christ. Do you understand? Look to him. And we say amen. amen. Let's read this first part again. His mouth is what? So Let me show you one last thing. Can I? Yes, sir. Ephesians 5. Let's do Ephesians 4.29. Ephesians 4.29. His mouth is so swift, it drips grace. Aha! Wait, wait. Hello, church. When I finish this one, I'll close. Amen. 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 You agree? Yes, you want to receive this last dose? Yes, this last punch? Alright, let's go. It says, Paul is talking to the efficient church. To human beings. Let's really want to go.
1: Stop
0: he's telling human beings that let no corrupt communication come out of your mouth but that which ministers grace because the one who is talking by the spirit is telling you that Jesus no corrupt communication towards you comes out of his mouth he cannot be asking you to do what he's not doing to you oh boy do you understand he cannot do you understand what i'm saying so if he's telling human beings so it means that it's actually possible amen that no corrupt communication comes out of your mouth say amen is possible for you is then how about Jesus? His mouth drips grace. It is actually the grace that he pours into you that he's saying let no corrupt communication come out of your mouth. So if he doesn't expect corrupt communication to come out of your mouth it's because He is not giving corrupt communication to you. But that's which ministers grace to the hearer. So every time Jesus opens his mouth to talk to you even when you are at fault he ministers grace to you. And I tell you, brothers and sisters, even when you are at fault, Jesus ministers grace to you. Next verse. If you like, hold, take it. If you like, leave it. <laughs> Let's read out loud. Everybody, want to go? I grieve not the Holy Spirit of God. to the day of redemption. So, what grieves the Holy Spirit? You're saying? Church, talk to me. What grieves the Holy Spirit? Your sin? your corrupt communication coming out of your mouth that does not minister grace to the hearer. Context. He will leave you. He's not leaving anywhere. I will never leave you nor forsake you. He's with you always. Even to the end of the age. What, What grieves the Holy Spirit is when corrupt communication come out of your mouth that do not reflect God's grace to you. For example, if I stand here and tell you Since you have not been paying your tithe, you are condemned. Mm. You are going to hell, hell, reverberating hell. Hell, 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 hell. Oh, I go to the beer parlor, I say, you drinker of beer. And then my voice shakes like that. God is angry with you. It is on that basis that the Holy Spirit is grieved. Now, guess what? The Bible did not say he leaves, it just says he's grieved. He's still dead, but he's grieved. In other words, where do you get the idea that he lives? Because they're always serving you breakfast. That's why. The small mistake, they've left. The small mistake, they've left. The small mistake, they've left. And the people who taught you Sunday school, they serve them breakfast. You <laughs> understand? they said them so they believe the idea of he can live he can live he can live he never showed you that he'll live yes. so guess what for many people for many people the, the, their experience is now greater than God's word God himself said I will never leave you never 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 you see he, he, if you grieve the Holy Spirit he will leave You will just leave no the Bible says He is grieved what grieves him ah so this guy has the opportunity to tell these people about the loving kindness of Jesus and look at what he's telling them his heart is pained because I'm telling you listen I've said this thing to you before and I'll say it again see the speed with which you want to prosper is nothing compared to the speed God wants to prosper you believe it not this and no peace The speed with which you want to make a meaning out of your life is nothing compared to the speed God wants to supply. So every opportunity like this, he's saying, please, oh Lord, let somebody tell these people about my grace. Tell them, tell them, tell them. Because whilst Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell on the people like he's falling now. Like he's falling now and solving problems like he's falling now and bringing rest to your hearts like he's falling now and bringing wholeness to you like he's falling now and healing your mind like he's falling now and painting new pictures like he's falling now so look here's the idea imagine that Jesus' mouth doesn't constantly grip um, drips grace towards you it means that him too can grieve the holy spirit Amen. Mm, that, that's, that's what they told you because put it together now and grieve not let no corrupt communication come out of so if Jesus can speak corrupt communication to you it means that him too can grieve the Holy Spirit yeah. so imagine the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit that came to ju- do Jesus' words is standing to listen to Jesus and say hey, no go missiano <laughs> ah Jesus, wait till he talk no, no missiano and then if Jesus just missians, they say, oh Jesus Are you getting the idea? Let this thing settle in your mind. There will never be a day that it will be okay for Jesus to condemn you. On your best day, on your worst day, on the day you were right, on the day you were wrong, he only ministers grace to you. The day you remember to pray in the morning, the day you didn't remember to pray in the morning. Grace. Can we say amen? amen. If there will be anything that will condemn you, is your mind, your environment, everything that you know about yourself. But from Jesus, ain't no condemnation out of here. None. Do <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Are you being blessed this morning? Yes, sir. Say this with me: God never condemns me. God never condemns me. So He says, "Grieve not the Holy Spirit, by whom you were sealed, until the day of redemption." In other words, Jesus cannot grieve the Holy Spirit. All right, do you understand? Because the Holy Spirit literally stands to speak His words. So, what is the rest of the story here? Redemption, remission, righteousness, your rest. That's a complete story. If you're not resting, it looks like the story is not complete. When Noah entered ark, which work was he doing? When he entered the ark, what was he doing? Inside the ark. He had the time to build the ark. It took a while to build from the outside. He was building, building. The ark is a type of Christ. When you enter, you don't walk. You rest. You rest. Noah is a picture of God who took out time to build the ark. Then Noah is a picture of us who entered the ark and rested. Same way God took the time to prepare his son to go to the cross. Now that the Son has now that the cross has been accomplished, God is inviting you into the ark to rest. And let me tell you: if you fall in the ark, you don't fall out, you fall inside. Yeah. You understand? You don't fall out of the ark. The ark is closed. It's sealed.
1: Hey! Hey! Hey
0: <laughs> Sealed until the day of redemption. So as you are walking inside the ark, you're going about your day, you are looking for what to eat, and you're walking, you're walking. You eat one you hit one canary's leg and you fall down. All you do, you just get up and, and you understand. You don't even need to dust yourself. The ark is clean. I guess what i'm saying and you just keep walking and then nobody in that ark ask you why you fail do you understand what i'm saying because while in that you don't fall out of the ark you fall in the ark and you stand up and you keep on walking like as if you never fail same way like as if you never sinned. because in redemption you never sin. <laughs> it's a clean slate only you have the memory of what you did yesterday. God does not. I close with this. And I've been closing. God told Abraham. He said, take now thy son. Follow the narrative. Genesis 22. Take now thy son. Thy only son. Only. where well, he had Ishmael now. Prior to, prior to now that he has Isaac. He already had Ishmael. Why did he say his only son? Take now thy son. Your only son, Isaac. The son whom you love. Only son. There are two reasons. Number one. God does not keep record of anything you did in your flesh. Anything that is flesh born. is not on record. He doesn't see it. He doesn't associate with it. Your Anything you did out of flesh doesn't see it. Number two. It was a picture of how he would take his son, his only son, the son whom he loves. In Abraham's day, the conversation was, Abraham, Abraham, now, that I, now I know that you trust me or that you love me. Since you did not withhold your son, your only son from me in our day. We say, Lord, now I know that you love me because you did not withhold your son, your only son from me. Gospel. 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 If you are looking for Koboku, he's not coming. You're looking for whip, he's not coming. You're looking for condemnation, he's not coming. You're looking for judgment, there's no judgment. Now here's the honest, we who are hearing these words, go outside, live that way. And guess what? Behave to people that way. God is not holding you for sin yet. You are holding people. That one, waiting in do me. I know if you ever talk to him again. Waiting in do you. Do me be. do maybe.
1: Waiting in do you. Waiting
0: then do, do me. Waiting then do me. Waiting, in do me. waiting, in do me. waiting in you do Christ. Letting you, you do Christ. If in measures you will not be here. Rise to your feet, everybody.
1: Thank you for engaging yourself in this episode. We trust
0: that your life has been beautified. If you'd like to share what Jesus is doing in your life through this ministry, please write to us at heliwadblueprincessories.org. You can visit our website at www.blueprincessories.org.
1: You can also follow us on Facebook at The D. Prince Church and on Instagram at The D. Prince Church Cheers.